Always assume incompetence before looking for conspiracy. Niccolo Machiavelli This is Citadel in episode 27 and I'm your host, Yuri Degaya. And today we're talking about conspiracies. As I posted on Telegram uh, earlier, uh, I kind of mentioned that uh, conspiracies uh, are a little bit uh, of a too much of a, a rabbit hole, and uh, I think it needs a little more of a conversation because uh, there's still a lot of people out there who uh, go into conspiracy theories and they discuss them all the time, and it kind of feels like they spend uh, too much time doing that. So I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, them uh, because I also like conspiracy theories, of course, uh, and uh, not just for the truth-seeking component of them, but also uh, for, you know, the adrenaline rush, I guess, the uh, excitement uh, that uh, it, it's basically like watching a movie, right, or reading a book, and there's just this endless uh, stream of uh, uh, all kinds of plot twists and, uh, you know, uh, conspiratorial uh, uh, motives out there in the world and uh, it's very very interesting but like I said uh, this can get uh, really out of hand so uh, let's talk a little bit about conspiracies uh, I think conspiracies are very popular among people like us anti-establishment people people who do not agree with uh, uh, what governments do or with uh, whatever governments do like uh, people who are considered uh, who claim to be anarcho-capitalists for example or simply anarchists uh, they pretty much label themselves as anti-state right they don't want the state to exist at all they want uh, at least not in the form that it exists right now, the fiat nation-state, uh, they want something else. And uh, that's uh, one of the um, uh, main themes of this show, uh, which is the building the citadels, uh, which is essentially a, a future outlook on how we uh, would like to build the uh, geopolitical landscape, so to speak. And, uh, of course, uh, these uh, conspiracy theories uh, are very popular among such people because they give more food uh, to these people, right? Food for thought. They give more uh, reasons to be more anti-establishment. And, uh, you know, it can be anything from uh, uh, flat earth to aliens to anything like that. But uh, essentially the premise is always the same. The government or the state uh, hides uh, all the truth from you, and uh, uh, they've been lying to you uh, for you know forever, essentially. And you just can't trust them at all, and that's that's the crux of the point. And of course, it's not that far from the truth. <laughs> uh, governments have been lying to us pretty much uh, the whole time, but. Uh, you know, uh, you can go uh, a bit too deep into that if you don't really, if you're not really attentive. So, I think um, it is very important to understand that uh, a conspiracy theory is uh, uh, not uh, something that is uh, to be, uh, you know, uh, afraid of these days. Uh, obviously, uh, we have seen in the last decade uh, or two. Uh, 
quite a few conspiracies uh, or conspiracy theories uh, become or come to light, and uh, they they have become conspiracy fact. Uh, Edward Snowden comes to mind, uh, Julian Assange as well, uh, what they uh, uncovered. So uh, these are conspiracy facts now, and uh, pretty much anybody who uh, thinks that the conspiracy theory is something bad and something to be ashamed of and something to be discussed only in private circles so, so that nobody can hear you because they will think that you're crazy. I think uh, that time is gone, and right now... Um, Things like conspiracy theories are taken a little more uh, seriously. At the same time, you have to remember that the the word itself, the phrase conspiracy theory, the term, uh, was invented by uh, the CIA to essentially discredit anybody who thinks uh, uh, differently from what the government tells you to think. So that is a big... uh, uh, that is a big uh, issue, of course, because that pretty much uh, 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 gives you a reason not to trust and not to consider the term conspiracy theory as something bad. Is you just know that you know uh, the CIA uh, or whatever other uh, three-letter agency uh, that specializes on intelligence wanted to. Uh, put all people together, all people who think differently, uh, put them all together into one band, uh, one camp, and call them conspiracy theorists. However, among those uh, people, there could be some people who actually tell the truth, right? So uh, the the way to discredit those people was to put them together with uh, some actual, real, naughty people who who speak nonsense. And there is a lot of nonsense out there. And especially with the proliferation of the internet, there is just uh, too much nonsense out there. So um, I think uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a whole variety of uh, conspiracy theories out there. Um, there's uh, there's all kinds of examples. And you've heard about the mall, of course. Uh, there's the, you know, the, the world is uh, ruled by a cabal. Then there's uh, the the aliens, uh, the actual uh, ETs, extraterrestrial aliens, or there's uh, interdimensional aliens and the all kinds of reptilians, and then there's a hollow Earth uh, theory that there's uh, nothing, you know, there is no core or anything like that in the Earth. There's, uh, the Earth is actually hollow. Um, uh, another theory says that uh, the Earth is flat. Another says that the Moon doesn't exist. It's a hologram. There's all kinds of things out there. Um, and uh, uh, to be honest, uh, you know, you could dismiss uh, uh, all of them as something uh, completely ridiculous and out there and outlandish. I give uh, some of them, you know, a higher chance of being true. But uh, that's not the point here. Uh, the point here that uh, there is a problem with all these uh, uh, conspiracy theories and uh, that it's a huge slippery slope. It's just uh, when you start with one conspiracy theory... Uh, you you start reading about it and you find more references. Uh, there's more links to more information. Uh, and then uh, the rabbit hole goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And you can get, uh, uh, you can go astray quite easily and for a long time. That's the sad part of it. Uh, the sad part is that uh, someone can fall into a rabbit hole that goes in a in a let's say in a wrong direction that is quite far from the truth 
And then that person can follow that rabbit hole for years and years, uh, trying to make sense of things and uh, dig deeper and deeper. And there will be, trust me, there will be on the internet uh, uh, plenty of information to satisfy this uh, hunger for more and more. Uh, so uh, there, there's so many people who write about this stuff, whether they make things up or whether they actually provide real information. Um, you know, there's no... Uh, there, there's uh, there's almost no way to say right. So people get hooked. That's uh, that's just another drug for them. People get to, uh, get hooked on these things, and uh, they can't stop. Uh, at some point, uh, many people, and uh, I know some people like that, uh, they get hooked so much that it becomes their uh, part of their life to just sit in front of computer or even in libraries. Okay, libraries are probably uh, even a better place to, to spend your time than in front of a computer. But still, uh, it's it's what they do that matters. And what they do is they just uh, um, research, research, research endlessly uh, these conspiracy theories and uh, uh, trying trying to make sense of uh, things, what happens in the world uh, for years and years. All the while, uh, life just passes by, and uh, the years pass by, and uh, suddenly they notice that, uh, well, well, I spent you know the last 25 years researching this stuff. I haven't actually done anything with my life. Uh, I've been just you know reading and researching. Um, I I got fat maybe, uh, grown a uh, grown a huge beard that is not very uh, well uh, modeled, <laughs> things like that. Uh, and people, yeah, there are people like that. Um, I've uh, stumbled uh, upon uh, many blogs and uh, that, that were essentially uh, written by some old guys who claim to have been uh, researching this stuff for you know 30 years or 40 years. And uh, yeah, the only the only way they kind of you know make ends meet is just by selling some mugs and T-shirts on their websites. That's uh, I don't know. Like, to me, I think it, it, to me it seems that uh, they've gone a little too deep, and because of this uh, huge time investment and emotional investment, uh, it's very difficult for them to stop. They they can't. It's it has become the meaning of their life to just uh, you know to go into conspiracies and uh, uh, learn about them, and then. Of course, what they do is they form opinions about these conspiracies and they write their, they write their own blogs about it. They make their own videos about it. So that the next wave of new and young people who just get into conspiracy theories get even more information out there. <laughs> so they actually become part of the problem by uh, writing more and more information about it, by producing more videos and things like that, that may or may not be true but you know let's let's be honest here for the most part uh the the information that you get on the internet is noise uh the the uh, signal to noise ratio is uh is quite low so the signal is is very thin you get most of the noise on the internet and it's very very difficult to filter it especially if you don't know that you're getting bombarded with lots of noise so uh, you know, the, the parasites that I normally talk about, uh, they know and they use this. And that's why you can see there's a lot of misinformation on the Internet. Now, misinformation uh, in itself is not really uh, sinister. It's just, it's just uh, you know, wrong opinions, basically. Uh, some, 
Some people just uh, research some stuff, uh, and uh, based on the lack of information, they form their own opinions and, like I said, write blogs about it, uh, produce videos. Uh, so that's misinformation. It's just something wrong, something that's not uh, completely true or you know, something that's completely untrue. But then there's also disinformation. That's what the parasites like to use. And disinformation is misinformation, but that is intentionally uh, uh, spread, right? That's the information that is uh, designed to uh, to make people lost in all this uh, uh, endless information. So uh, disinformation campaigns uh, uh, have happened many, many times. They are happening right now. They will keep happening because it's just a very, very effective tactic. Um, we live in an age of information, this 21st century. It's just uh, everybody gets bombarded with information from all sides. And uh, when when the uh, attention span of a regular person is so so short, uh, you have to pretty much uh, steal uh, this person's attention uh, to you know make an impact. That's what advertisers do. That's what the uh, propaganda uh, uh, spreaders do. Uh, so that's what the parasites do as well. They just uh, propagandize people by also uh, sowing lots of disinformation. Um, this is also done for many different reasons, like uh, uh, the divide and conquer technique, right? You can uh, sow disinformation among certain, uh, among certain um, groups of people so that uh, they can get uh, very anxious and, uh, um, you know, uh, intolerant towards uh, some other group of people. So that happens uh, quite often too. Now, that doesn't mean that, uh, like I said, that doesn't mean that uh, some of these conspiracies uh, are not true. Some are true. Uh, but uh, just remember, lots of noise, very, very little signal. Now, people spend a lot of energy on these conspiracy theories uh, with very, very little result. And uh, by result, I actually mean practical solutions. Um, I've talked about uh, practice over theory uh, many times, and that's why I'm not a big fan of academia, for example. But uh, you uh, you actually become an armchair truth seeker, as, uh, as I like to say, uh, by doing all this, by uh, going deep into these conspiracy theories, because you you just like to sit in your armchair and, uh, you know, uh, seek the truth and uh, talk to other people who do the same. And you don't really do anything productive uh, to actually counteract the actions of, of, of those who create these conspiracies in the real world. Uh, even if they, uh, you know, if you believe that they are uh, like that and this is the world you live in, then probably you should do something really, really practical to counteract them, right? So... But at the same time, some people have learned to monetize it and they have built their whole careers and even media empires around conspiracy theories, right? Um, we all know those uh, famous names like David Icke or uh, Stephen Greer, uh, who, Dr. Stephen Greer, who talks about aliens and the alien invasion that's coming and things like that. Um, Again, uh, there is some truth in what they say. Uh, of course, uh, to in order to be uh, successful at these things, you have to mix truth with falsehoods, right? So I think there's some truth in what they say. Maybe there's a lot of truth in what they say, but there's also a lot of highly doubtful and unconfirmable information in uh, what they present. So 
And because this information cannot be confirmed or unconfirmed, uh, they get a pass. They can do it pretty much forever, right? Uh, because uh, uh, remember that uh, to uh, to when you when you create some bullshit, uh, to undo this bullshit takes a lot more energy. Uh, so people just either don't uh, don't counteract your bullshit or uh, they do it very very rarely. And because they don't most of the time, you can just keep going. You can create more and more bullshit and it will sell. And the more outlandish it is, the more it will sell because, uh, you know, you have to have this wow effect. Uh, you have to achieve that wow effect to sell your uh, stories. So, but then, um, you know, I also talk about the parasites here uh, quite often and uh, aren't the parasites a conspiracy too? Um, well, uh, they could be, of course, they could be a conspiracy, but I view it more as an observation of reality. That's just the way I see reality, the way I see the world function. Um, I can be, and I mentioned this before, I can be totally wrong, but from uh, the way I, uh, I feel about it and uh, from the information that I have gathered uh, so far throughout my life, I think uh, it's quite close to what's happening you know there's probably uh there are probably these uh, competing factions uh uh on top of the world uh, the elites uh, whose behavior is probably best described as uh, parasitic uh, when it comes to the rest of the population of the planet so i don't think there is uh, much conspiratorial about it uh, we you know um, the people that i talk to most of the time Kind of agree that this is probably the fact. Yes, uh, you know, some of them believe that it's more centralized. That there's this uh, cabal of uh, centralized cabal of uh, of the parasites on top. Maybe a group of a dozen people who rule the world. Uh, I I'm not sure about that. Uh, you know, you never know. But I just think it's more of a a bunch of uh, competing factions that uh, are similar in nature, but uh, uh, you know. Uh, they just uh, have uh, competing interests uh, in the world. Uh, uh, at the same time, all of them are parasites and all of them are probably against uh, us, the rest of us. So, non-parasites. So, what is then the solution to all this? I guess the, the solution is quite simple. Well, first of all, you have to be generally aware of where things are going. So it's silly to ignore obvious things in the world, right? The Great Reset, this funny business with the so-called uh, pandemic, um, you know, it's good to know these things. You, you don't need to read volumes or, or volumes of books to understand that there's some kind of a, a plan, that there's a, some kind of coordinated global action. Uh, there is. It's just uh, you know. It's just perception. You have to see. Uh, and uh, I, you know, I shouldn't pity, but I guess I do pity those who don't see that. And there's a lot of those people too. But uh, I think generally you have to be aware of these things. Uh, um, at the same time, I think you also should adopt a, a stoic mindset. I talked about a stoic mindset before, but you just have to. Uh, not, uh, you just you can't allow things that uh, you cannot affect directly to affect your life, right? You have to work on things that you can affect directly, uh, that uh, 
you know, that are within your surroundings, something that you can uh, really directly affect. Uh, the rest of the things you can't, uh, so you cannot be really worried about them that much. Uh, that's 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 the stoic mindset. You kind of have to uh, let it go, and when you let it go, your mind will feel lighter. You won't. You will sleep better at night. It's it's that simple. And finally, I think the most important part here, even if uh, you. Uh, do believe some of these things you are into them and uh, if you truly believe that some of them are true don't be idle i think you have to do something you have to go build you have to create things you have to take real world action to counteract the actions of the parasites or the interdimensional shape-shifting uh, reptiloids, whatever you believe in. I mean, you have to do some kind of action, right? Uh, build a, build your community, uh, you know, uh, arm them. Even if all that stuff is not really true, building a community and arming your community and, you know, becoming sustainable is still going to be long-term net positive for you and uh, the surra- your surroundings and your family and the community. So it's a, it's a win anyway. So that's, uh, that's what I wanted to say about uh, the conspiracy theories, and I hope you liked the episode. And uh, uh, thanks for tuning in, and until next time.